the Sikha discusses the Simcha Chag Sukkas. Why is it on Sukkas we have this thing called Simcha Space Sha'eva? What is connection between Simcha Space Sha'eva and the Lulav and Esrik? And why is Simcha Space Sha'eva connected with the second night of Sukkas more than the first? Let's go. On Umaitzim, the Gabe, a Simcha Shachag Sukkas, Shemanes of Achlevis, a Simcha Shachel, Bahag Zem, Bashum Piesin, the Vachlaus, and it's in Hussein Mirukhad. Yes, but Gam Simchas Kakshuris with Pulis and Misyamis, Nas Hag Sukkas Vahain. We find regarding the Sukkah, the Simcha on Sukkahs, that every Yantiv is supposed to be with Simcha. The Mitzvah is Man Simcha Seinut. But Sukkah especially is called the time of our joy. And there are some things we do on Sukkahs that are connected to joy. Has Simcha Kshuram Mitzvah the joy is connected to the mitzvah of Luv and Nesrik. How do we know? It says in the Torah, You should take Luv and Nesrik on the first day of the Yontif, and you should rejoice before God for seven days. And there's another thing that we have Simcha from on Sukkot. Again, in addition to the fact that it's Yontif, and it's supposed to be Simcha and Yontif, is also the simcha of the simcha of the wool of Nesrik, and a third thing, the simcha of the drawing of the water that Shiva Samayim, the water was drawn the night before it was poured on the altar, so the drawing of the water before it was poured on the altar was done with joy. As in the Torah, you will pour water with joy from the wellsprings of salvation. So the water was poured by day and it was drawn at night, and there's a great simcha in drawing the water for the purpose of pouring it on the altar the following day. Next column. When, what is the order of these two joys? The joy of the Lul of Nesrik and the joy of the drawing of the water. So there's an argument among the Tanayim about this, and it depends when the pouring of the water began. According to one opinion, they only began pouring the water on the altar on day two of Sukkot. According to that opinion, the first time the water was drawn, was on the second night of Sukkot. So, according to this opinion, Mashiach comes today, we don't pour the water on the altar tomorrow, we pour the water on the altar on Tuesday. So the first time we're drawing the water, the first time there's the simcha of drawing the water, will be on Monday night. However, the halacha follows the second opinion, that the water is supposed to be poured on the altar all seven days of Sukkot, including day number one. If so, the drawing of the water, the purpose of pouring on the altar, was done morning, was done on the very first night of Sukkot, before the Mitzvah Luvanesrik. Mitzvah Luvanesrik was by day. So the first time you're drawing the water is the, night, the first night of Sukkot, which, which is going to be tonight. And you're drawing the water tonight because, according to the second opinion, which is the halacha, you have to pour water in the altar every day of Sukkot. 
So what comes first, the lulav or the sechas beis hasheva? According to day, opinion number one, first there's lulav and esrik, and the drawing of the water is only in the second night of sukkahs. According to the second opinion, which is halacha, first you have the drawing of the water, and then you have the next day the, the simcha lulav and esrik. Prayer for rain. I think so, yeah. Okay, next. Oiz base. So we have an argument is Lul Vanessa before the drawing of the water or is a- after? This is a Sikhar translated in Hebrew. Courtesy of RabbitDrive.com. These guys are fantastic. Really? Wow. These guys are amazing. Makes it so easy to find things and to download them and to print them. Unbelievable. Usually I'm trying to find a Sikha. It's in Yiddish. It never gets annoyed. I print the Sikha in Yiddish. Anyways, here they have all the translations of the Sikhas in Hebrew are connected to the Sikha in Yiddish. Just choose which one you want to print. Yeah. Of the Sikhas? as a klal. There's a rule in Torah. Both opinions in general. Torah says in every we, have, we find in the two opinions in the Gemara. <coughs> both opinions are the words of the living God. From this is understood that there is a spiritual meaning and application of both opinions. Including the opinion which says that the drawing of the water begins on, the, on night two of Sukkot. It's more than that. Even according to the opinion which says, <coughs> even according to Allah, that you're pouring, you're drawing the water on the first night of Sukkot because you have to pour the water on the first day of Sukkot. On Yantif, it was forbidden to play music. And therefore, <laughs> since they were forbidden to play music on the first night of Sukkot, they couldn't really have the full simcha of Sukkot Beis until the second night of Sukkot, which in Israel is only one day of Yontif. So the second night of Sukkot is when they could play music, and that was the main simcha. It wasn't the full simcha the first night, because the first night there was no music. Although this is, seems to be a... Um, the Gemara used the expression a lion crouches over this which means it's not an intrinsic issue the simcha really should have happened on the first night of Sukkot but the reason why it's not complete is because of a side issue there's a lion crouching over it the lion is, in this situation the lion means the, the prohibition of playing music on Yom so it's not that there's an actual um, lack of simcha on the first day of Sukkot rather the simcha is a complete simcha first day of Sukkot. It's only that that you can't practically celebrate it because you don't can't play music. So it's not that the simcha is lacking. That's that's the way halacha looks at it. We've never seen simcha unless you see the water drawn. Yeah, yeah. So how could we say it's lacking? It's like the greatest simcha possible. Okay, so there's not there's no music, but. So what, what what did they see? They saw all the Tanoim and all, and all the Maroyim. They, they, they were part of the Simcha and, and uh, playing music. And th- this is part of the Simcha. So part of the Simcha was missing. Th- th- this is part of the celebration. No, the, he's, a, he's asking what was going on, as in like, 
what what's lacking. It's not they're talking about when they actually did play music. We're talking about the first day when they're not playing music. But even when they're not playing music, how can, you say, that, how can you say it's lacking if in and of itself it's the greatest of the? There must be some components in the simcha, and one of the components is missing. So yes, it's greater than any simcha that we know about, but it's still not the full simcha. So simcha's bizar shev. Shumkach. 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 Nowadays, we don't have the special instruments that were used in the base of English. So the Gemara uses the expression, our downfall is our rectification. Our lacking is our rectification. Which means, because we our Simcha isn't connected to the music, because we don't have the music of the Levim in the base of English, so therefore Simcha for us begins in full swing in the first line of Sukkot. Next column. Begins in many details in the full strength right by the first night of Sukkot. And by the way, in the base of English also, there was a time when they would play music in the base of English on Yantif, because most of the rules of most of the creeds of the Chachamim began during the second temple. The whole concept you now play music on Yantif is rabbinic. It's rabbinic because if you play music, Maybe a strand will uh, of your violin will get messed up, you know, and you'll restring it on yantiv, and you're going to be transgressing a lot of the Torah. But it's not something intrinsically wrong with playing music. So therefore, in the time of the first base of English, before all these rules were instituted, they did play music on the first night of Sukkot. So, so okay. So we find that the first night of Sukkot isn't lacking nowadays. There was a time the first base of English wasn't lacking, the first night of Sukkot, and even the second base of English, it's not that it's lacking. It's just that it practically couldn't be done. It wasn't something that's intrinsically lacking. Yet, but still, since everything in Tera is exact, movements precise, whatever happens in Tera, move on. Since the fact is that the extra Simcha began only after Yantiv, we must say, since everything in Tera is exact, that that's the appropriate time for the essence of the joy. The essence of the joy only comes to fruition on the night after Yantan. The true simcha, the extra simcha, that was based in Mignash, the, the simcha is simcha, Reb Zev, that, that, that simcha that you know about, that simcha really could only happen after Yantan. It couldn't happen the first night of Yantan. For, for all intents and purposes, there must be something significant about that, because this, this is Tehra. So significant about the music specifically. Yes, and the fact that it couldn't be done the first night, or only done the second night, where the Rebbe is going, I think, is it had to happen after Luv and Esau. Even though our halacha follows the first opinion, the is the first night, but there must be something about it, even according, even according to that opinion, why the extra simcha could only be done after Luv and Esau. Second opinion, for sure, you could, the mitzvah doesn't start until the second day of Yantav, because the first time you're drawing the water is the second night of Yantav. But even according to the first opinion, we find all this, which is indicating that there's something more by the second night, and we, and, which is after Luvan So there must be something that the Luvan contributes to this Simcha. You know, I brought down everything that was prepared in Yom Kippur into actuality, and what greater joy is seeing that which you all had 
reserved up above being burnt down. You're saying words. They're not disagreeing with the words. Let's figure out what those words mean. Let's go. Ace Gimel. In order to understand this, we have to first explain the inner meaning of the drawing of the water specifically on Sukkot. Why draw water specifically, and why draw water on Sukkot? What's the difference between the normal tradition of pouring wine on the altar to the simcha of pouring water on the altar. There's a rule, you can only sing a song when you have wine. You can only make havdal and kiddush on wine. Why? Because the Gemara says a person only sings with wine. The simcha of pouring wine is connected to human nature. The reason why there's a simcha for drawing wine is because wine naturally is something that causes joy. Although pouring of wine is a simcha of holiness, although we're pouring wine not because we like wine, although it's, it, we're doing this because this is the mitzvah of Hashem. Yet, there's something connected to nature as well. The famous Moshal, the Baal Shem Tev, Baal Shem Tev asked, how come we have to eat meat and drink wine and yantiv? Just celebrate with your neshama. Why, why, it's a spiritual simcha. Why, why, why you have to eat? The Baal Shem gave a famous par- parable of a, of, a, of a prince who was living far from his father. He gets a letter from his father. He wants to celebrate, but no one around him wants to celebrate. So what does he do? He walks into a bar and he says, it's happy hour. And all the drinks are on me the next hour. And everyone was like, wow, happy hour, Why? And they're all celebrating and they're all ordering drinks. What, what's the occasion? I got a letter from my dad, a letter from the, the, from the king. They have no idea what the king is. They, know that, they have no idea, no idea what the significance of this is. But they're drinking. So since they're all happy, he's around them. So he's also celebrating. So similarly, the simcha of the animal soul, by having physical food, it provides the environment. Does he give that example? Yeah. Happy happy hour? I don't think the words are the words of happy hour. Made different words. Rubble hour. <laughs> The uh, simcha, the animal soul, is 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 a, an environment for the simcha and the neshama. But it's a little deeper than that. Not just that. Let's read further. But the mitzvah mitzvah It's a mitzvah to have wine, in the simple sense, on yontif. There's no joy without wine, so you have to have wine on yontif. Every day of yontif, even the it's a mitzvah to have wine every day of yontif. What? That was mentioned in here, but the altar says Shachan Arach, and uh, it seems every meal you should have one. Anyways, drinking wine on Yontif is not for just because of a Taiva, not just, just, just because of a whim. Oh, I like to drink wine. Rather, the reason why a Jew drinks wine is to do a mitzvah. If so, the reason a Jew, a Jew is joyful because of this mitzvah is not because of the wine itself, the reason why a Jew is joyful with the simcha of the drinking the wine on Yantiv, it's not because of the wine itself, it's because of the mitzvah. 
What? Like the rest of the week, sorry. Yeah, but we have to understand that the simcha, a goy is only have certain simcha, certain kinds of wine. But again, it's always besimcha, it doesn't matter if it's Rashi. El Mishum, a Jew is joyful because the mitzvah of the of drinking the wine, the simcha of the mitzvah, drinking the wine itself is a mitzvah. So the Jew is joyful not because of the wine itself, it's because the mitzvah drink the wine. The simcha shal mitzvah, the wine itself, drinking the wine is a mitzvah. That's why he's joyful. You saw a goyach about it. The Jewish drinking the wine and he's enjoying it because it's a mitzvah, not because it's good wine. Right. You saw a goyach about it. The Jewish people are one nation on the earth. We are called one nation on the earth. What's what's meaning called one nation on the earth? That means even their body, their earth, the earth of a Jew, the body of a Jew, is also called one nation. It's called also called the nation of holiness. Elsewhere, it says, this is a nation that brings the oneness of Hashem into the earth. So we're bringing the oneness of Hashem into our physical body. We're bringing a Jew is called a holy nation, so he reveals God's godliness even in this body. Even the body of a Jew is holy. This, this understood. Even the simcha that your body feels from the wine, it's really coming from the holiness in the mitzvah in the wine. That's where it's really coming from. Okay. So it's, it's, it's true that your body experiences joy from the wine. But the real origin, if you're a Jew, the real origin of the simcha comes from the simcha of it, from the mitzvah. We're talking like the lightheadedness, the openness, easier to talk, slow, secrets come out type of body enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, that's also coming from the simcha of the mitzvah and the kedusha of the wine. There's no like body simcha, it's in your head. Like you're, you're, like, it's not like you're... Your body is now happier. You yourself are happier, and it permeates into your head and your light head, and that's your body. So that that bodily feeling originates from the simcha that the Jewish body has from the mitzvah that's going on. The Jewish body is having simcha from the mitzvah. Acham rezes, but despite that, but why is he having simcha? Why is he having simcha from wine? He wouldn't have the same simcha from water, would he? Ain't simcha elav yain. Why is he having simcha with wine? Why is it there to say there's no joy except with with wine? If it's a mitzvah, then have water. The word is because the natural property of wine is that it arouses joy. That means that the joy that we're talking about, which is coming from the mitzvah, is connected with the nature and the existence of the world. It's connected with the nature of wine. It's not a simcha which is only in heaven, a simcha of mitzvah. It's a simcha which has a, which resonates in nature, in the existence of the world. It originates from, from a mitzvah, but it resonates in nature. Grape juice doesn't bring any... Grape doesn't bring any but simcha. But sometimes you can sub- substitute the red wine, right? You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. That's, you see, you have to have wine better. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they had a heart attack uh, on Sukkot, they, they won't ever have Mekidosh and grape juice. They have Sukkot and wine. Lumasa simcha kshurin lisecha mayim. It was Kiddush. Lumasa simcha kshurin. That night? Yeah. 
Unlike, however, the simcha of pouring the water on the altar, there is no nature, there is no property in water that causes joy. That indicates that the simcha you have drawing water is not connected to nature. Rather, it's only, only because of the midst of Hashem that Hashem says, draw water with joy. So it has nothing to do with nature, it's just because of the mitzvah. This is the advantage that pouring the water has versus pouring the wine. Although it sounds a lot better to pour the wine, based on what we just explained, than pour the water, however, it's the opposite. The least room to interpret that maybe the simple is because of nature. Oh. But if you do the, wine, the water, there is no room because water doesn't naturally drink right. simple. So it has to be because of the mitzvah. Right. So therefore, simcha of the, of the wine, although it, although it originates from Kedusha, it has some achiza, uh, it has some grasp, it has some, it's connected to something within nature. So it's limited according to nature. But the simcha, since the simcha is only inspired because God said to do it, Hashem is unlimited. He is the origin of the Simcha. And there's nothing else which is, there's no other components in the Simcha. It's just mitzvah Hashem. It's, it's, it's mitzvah zero, which is, uh, which is arousing the Simcha. Therefore, the Simcha is beyond all limits and measures. Okay. Dalit. It's understood, and it's known, and it's famous, and it's explained in Siddhis. But every Jew has a spiritual altar. It looks like everyone is giving me the Vurachms. What time is Shachim? 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like Alright, so let me, let me. I just want to summarize two more paragraphs over here. A Jew has a spiritual altar in him. So that means these two kinds of things, pouring water, pouring wine, exist in you spiritually. The simcha of pouring wine in you means a simcha that is motivated by you understanding something. When you, deep, when you delve deeply into the tremendous merit that you have, that God gave you the opportunity to do a mitzvah, and you think about the uh, amazing impact that you reach by doing a mitzvah, you connect yourself to Hashem, mitzvah means connection, that brings great joy to you. When you think about deeply what a mitzvah means, that brings tremendous joy. But since this meditation is, is what's causing the joy, so it's something that you could appreciate, in addition to the mitzvah, there's something that you're involved in, it's your meditation, so then that's like the simcha of the wine, it's your understanding of it, which is making it valuable. And since this simcha is, is comprised, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a made up of two things, it's, make, made up of, it's comprised of seichel as well, so your intellect is there too, so the simcha is limited to your seichel. On the other hand, the simcha of pouring the water, that represents the simcha of a mitzvah which is beyond your seichel. When a Jew is in the spirit of Messias Nefesh, he gives himself over to Hashem completely. He doesn't need any explanations about how good mitzvahs are. Because he is in a state of Messias Nefesh. So uh, immediately he feels, this is a mitzvah of the Ebishter, Simcha Rabba, great Simcha, because he he's, he's just feels this is a mitzvah. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't need to do anything else, because he is in a mood of Messias Nefesh. That's true Simcha, which has no limitations at all. Because it's connected to the essence of the soul, which is beyond all of the external parts of the soul. And that's why concerning this simcha we say, the simcha of pouring the water, whoever did not see this simcha never saw simcha in his life. It's like we can't relate what 
kind of a simcha this even means because yeah. any type of simcha we have or any mitzvah that we have the ability of doing nowadays is somewhat on some level connected to our intellect so I quote Zev Kessler who said that's why this simcha happens on Sukkot because the continuation of the simcha of Yom Kippur the simcha of Yom Kippur which is a connection the essence of the Shem of the Ebeshter, which is, is expressed in the sukkah, which the sukkah surrounds us more than the talus does. The talus only surrounds our, our body, but the sukkah surrounds every experience that you're eating and you're drinking, and, th- and that means that the, essence, the simcha of your bond with Hashem and Yom Kippur is brought down into this world in a way, and so you have this beyond logic and reason simcha, and, it's, and, it's, uh, and that's why it's, the sukkah is a time when you pour the water. The sukkah is, is the simcha of Yom Kippur, the simcha beyond logic and reason, of the bond of Yom Kippur, 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 of Yom K